had a periscope? Yeah, but the on phone's the phone over or on there. there. Probably on there. I don't know why we you're so distracted. We need to think about this. I don't know why you're insisting on being distracted. I say we just get to it. All right, so that's good. the people want. Okay. That is what the people want. The <laughs> four to six people who are on this periscope. Do I look dashing when I do this? Absolutely not. Oh, okay. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Straight Red Plex. I am here once again with Alex S. Kibler. Alex Kibler was banned from the Cincinnati Reds. How did that happen? <laughs> I was. What was I banned for? I don't know. I'm asking you. Um, I want to say I was banned for hot dog consumption. I uh, ate too, too many much, hot dogs. Too yes. many hot yes. dogs. Yeah. That's that's a I have that problem. Offense. Legitimately, I have that problem. You, but... you have a you have a dog eating problem. <laughs> yes, I took your dog. Oh, thank collar, you. By the way, in, in the terms interest of, of audio, yes. Well, because clearly we care so much. We <laughs> have a lot of care. On. <laughs> There's a lot of care and concern about what's going on. Yeah. oddly hot today in New York. I know. It's almost as if it's springtime. Yeah. The season. The season change. Overdressed. I had a jacket on and this sweatshirt. Oh, it's I so funny ready. because in New York City you see. All the time. You get on the train whenever there's a change of season, and people have no clue what's no happening. Like, no you get clue. on, and there's, like, puffer jacket and, the you know, the fur and everything. No. Not good. Not good. That person died later. Wow. Wow. <laughs> they not. died no, later? I hope oh, not. my goodness. Alex Kittler, I don't know. I can't support that. So, yeah, I don't know if you heard. What? There were some more games this past week. That did happen, yes. Yeah, that happened. There were some really exciting games. Yeah. And then, you know, some not as exciting ones. What? Um, what? Can I start with New York v. L.A.? We can certainly start with the Red Bulls versus L.A. So I'm I know not... what you're going to say, first of all. Well, I don't know, because oftentimes I think you're not aware. Well, go ahead. No, no. Listen, well, educate did, did you, me. Did, did you know, did you know <laughs> that Bradford Jameson IV was not only in the 18, but in the starting 11 of this game? Were you aware of that? I was aware of that, yes. Were you aware... <laughs> That Bradford Jameson the fourth. There are three previous Bradford Jamesons. I, I think you need to understand. They've, that. they've sort of been improving on the model. It every just time. keeps getting yeah. better. Each iteration gets better. You don't buy the first generation. No, you wait till generation four. Scored his first MLS goal. Were you aware of that? I was aware of that. It was a beautiful goal. Too. Beautiful goal. I was beautiful there. Beautiful goal. I was there. I was well, at what Red was the, Bull What Arena. was the game like? It was actually a lot of fun. That was the first time I've been to Red Bull Arena this season. Uh-huh. Not the first time I've been there. I've been there several times. Um, and I, the crowd started small. I thought it was going to be one of these games where no one shows up. But it ended up being a healthy-sized crowd, probably around 20,000 folks. They, you know, they, they've learned that from L.A. But it's, that arena is so gorgeous. Oh, beautiful. beautiful. We were talking before the, the pod about mm-hmm. sort of arenas, and we're going to get to some ideas for the other team in New York in a little bit. But that they did that building right. As, as poor, I think, great. as the location is. Location's bad, but the, the, it's a great it's building. It's a great building. It really is. It's a fun building to be in. It's oh, loud yeah. when it gets going. Oh, yeah. It's really great. Oh, yeah. And there's now a condominium project in front of this building. I did not know that. We may go to the May 10th game. Well, yes. you will be there. I it's will a question be there. of whether I'll be there. Yes. There's now a condominium project that's being constructed mm-hmm. like, right in front of Red Bull Arena. Really? And I just want to know how that's being marketed. <laughs> you know? 
Like, just what? steps away from a soccer arena. And just steps away from these dozen warehouses. There are a dozen <laughs> warehouses there. That is absolutely oh, true. Dear. Absolutely but true. Great but great goal from uh, Bradford Jameson. The fourth. The Thank fourth. You. Sorry. Do we Dad, have to say that every time? I do. You do not. I can, what? I have to say it every time. Why? You don't. The reason I have to is because that's how I started. So that's the bit. That's the rolling bit that's happening. Got it. When they announce him, is he's just announced as Bradford Jameson. They don't mention that he's the fourth. Oh, okay. And, and, so that's, like not what, and that's not what it says on his jersey. Just Why don't they Jameson. call him Quattro? Because he's an American. Where's he from? It's like California someplace. Okay, fair enough. I, I still am sort of disappointed in... First of all, I think he's missing an opportunity with his hair. I feel like, <sighs> I feel like if you are on a team with Giassi Zardes, you're missing an opportunity... By making your hair the same. Make it pink or blue or something fun like that. Up in section 223, which is where I was sitting. Yeah. It was a little hard to tell at that distance. <laughs> it was a little hard to tell. But uh, Bradford Jameson, he just said just the top is blonde. Yeah. Whereas Jossie Zardes, he's got like a mohawk streak. Jossie Zardes is also Listen, uh, a bigger, bigger man. He is. But when you're on TV or worse, when you're watching MLS live on your phone, as I want to do... It's hard to tell. You're far away, you know, blonde. Or you could go by the number. Listen, like you're going to see a number on a phone. I don't know. You you need to go to a doctor. (laughs) Just in general. Have someone check it out. Uh, I will say this. When this game started, it looked like L.A. was going to dominate that entire game. Yes. For the first, I'd say, 10, 15 minutes. It looked like New York wasn't ready to play. But... They came around and they looked pretty strong. I have to give New York credit, and they they earned that additional goal that they got. New York is proving this year that they have the technical ability that everyone thought they were going to be lacking mm-hmm. when Henri left. And and the Red Bulls have done a good job of under they understand space and exploit space probably better than any team in the league. Okay, and they so many of their goals, especially looked at last week. Yeah, are just. The result of a team's defense being stretched to breaking point, where they like, I have no idea what I'm supposed to do right now, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's it's that kind of soccer. You just they're overwhelming in that way. Attacking. They were they were a relentless team. Yes, and where other teams will fold with the way LA plays, they did not fold. They kept playing, they kept pressuring, and mm-hmm. they did earn that goal. And if we're to believe the articles. Felt they should have won. I don't know about that. I watched the game. I don't think they did enough to win. Mm. And it's still worth pointing out that was a full power New York Red Bulls. It was. That was not a full power. That's LA a very Galaxy. good point. So a weakened LA Galaxy holds a full power New York Red Bulls to a one-one draw in New York. New England at home four nil. Hoo boy! Over Real Salt Lake. What in the world? What happened? Well, I will say this. Yeah. New England is good. They are good. They're That's starting, my preseason pick in the East. They're starting to understand how each member of that team can contribute and score goals. Okay. Because all of those players in that front, maybe even seven, yeah. can score goals. They've midfield up. They're yeah. very strong. Yes. And I'll say this. Their defense is strong. They're just not a goal-scoring defense. Right, That's exactly. not really a criticism right, yeah. of a defense. And they took, a very little, good. You know, they took a little bit to sort of get going. But, I mean, 
Chris Tierney, that mm-hmm. curler into the side netting. Uh, absolutely gorgeous goal. I mean, great really great. Everybody you wanted to see score goals, scored goals. Well, that game could have been 6-0. Easy. Oh, yeah. I mean, easy. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, RSL was doing sort of their... Their tree beard impression just oh we had a Lord of the Rings take reference everybody <laughs> I did yes I wrote it down actually you had to write that down <laughs> I didn't want to you know forget you had to write that down I didn't want to forget you know Maybe. how it is I know how it is you your memory it. problems I know about well it. fair enough but that game could have been even worse RSL oh, yeah. were spectators I mean well. Uh... Defensively, they were spectators. All right, all right, all right. They looked decent going forward at times. They had, you know, their possession numbers were not amazing. But it, it's, it's the defense was too much ball watching. Gotcha. And I'm excited to see what New England can do in the East. I think right now it's sort of, and you might disagree with this, it's sort of I New might. England and New York and then Red Bulls, I mean, specifically. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's yeah. be honest. And then everyone else. Yeah, I would take that. I, I still have I'm, I, I I hold DC in high regard so far yeah. this season, but but I, I'm fine with that okay. as long as New England is still at the top of your list. Yes, because that team has just depth for days. Yeah. You just keep listing the players who can make a difference in the game. Like I don't know anybody else in the East that has depth like that. Yeah, I don't either. Um, I I am not looking forward to. New York City playing New England again. I feel like oh, we okay. we sort of say you've done that. No, no, we, we and we sort of got away with it. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's early season. It's, it's early it, we'll season. we'll see how that, that they're just plays gonna get out. stronger. They're just yeah. gonna get stronger as season goes on. Now brace yourselves for this scoreline. Strap in, gingers. Houston Strap in. four. Get Sporting this. Kansas City four. What eight goals? That sounds like an Alex Kibler pick. <laughs> That does sound like an Alex Kepler pick. <laughs> Eight goals in that game. Yeah. Owen Coyle has the Houston Dynamo playing like crazy people. Mm-hmm. And I love it. Mm-hmm. Sporting Kansas City, we're starting to see them a little bit more. This yeah. still isn't quite who they should be. Yeah. They shouldn't be allowing four goals, for example. But this is uh, this is something. This is improvement. You know, it's... I'll take it as improvement. It's... Well, first of all, if we're talking about Sporting Kansas City... The pride of Kansas. They, they, yeah, yes, they are. Not Missouri. They're in Kansas City, Kansas. That says a lot about a team. Um, they, they were gifted some opportunities in this match, but Fair. as was Houston. Fair. I mean, there were some some sort of really costly uh, turnovers. Mm-hmm. But that goal from from Christian Nemeth. I mean, that's the classiest goal you saw this weekend. If it, wow. he should win goal of the week with that strike. If he doesn't, it's sort of a it's a tra- it's a tragedy, really. The um, AT and T goal of the week—that's the one. Yes, I believe you have to say there were some crazy long range goals in this match. I mean, the the Barnes goal—you sort of—it's amazing to look at you know on television. You know, yeah. it's sort of this tucked ball from twenty five yards. You're not buying it. I mean, the goalkeeper should have done better. Well, in fair, my opinion, well, fair enough. I mean, can't you always say that? Yeah, that's true. Regardless of anything, Alex Kibler often wants to water down the wonder goals. <laughs> I do. Calls them, calls them errant passes. <laughs> I don't call them that. Errant <laughs> pass. Uh, people have skill, Alex. They have skill. Yeah, fair enough. You um, have an apartment. But poor. I do. We're here now. No. Um, but. Such bad luck on Jermaine Taylor for the red card. Yeah. Probably the defensive play of the weekend. Yeah. Great I think that's agility. A bad call. 
Get it? It's obviously a bad it's call. A bad call. It's, I mean, first of all, branding straight red. He got a straight red for that. We should just go through. A, we haven't done this. this is what yet, we do. But we should go through every straight red that happens. We should. On weekend yeah. And just we'll talk about whether it was deserved. Yeah. We should. Well, not even that. Like, I feel like we should just talk normally. You know, pod, pod it up as we do. And then you go straight red. Well, no, yes, but like no. someone says, and then they the have straight touches. straight red. Co- no. No? <laughs> then they had a straight red card. And then you go, like, you know, Pee Wee's Playhouse. You said the magic word! And just like a whole I'm thing. rejecting this. No, I'm it'd be amazing. This. Like Pee Wee's Playhouse? No. Yes. No. Nothing has Great ever... show. I was about to say, nothing bad has ever come from comparing yourself to Pee Wee Herman. Mm. But that's not true. I can think of a few things. We could do a list. I could think... Guys, if you watch stand-up comedy in 1994, you may know a few people. Pretty good jokes lately. Oh, wow. Yeah, No one who listens to this podcast knows what you're talking about. Uh, Probably not. Some of the MTV Music Awards? Go ahead. I believe it was, actually. Um, Some other scores from this weekend. Chicago won. New York City nil. I don't want to talk about it. Are you sure? I'm positive I don't want to talk about it. Are you sure? This is all I'll say. That first half went about as bad as a first half could possibly go if you're New York City, and they still had chances to tie the game up. Gingers, Alex Kibler was not watching this game live. However, I was. I didn't watch the first half live. Fair enough. However, I was. So I started texting him about all the terrible things that were happening. Yeah. Sloppiness. Yes. Keep going. No, no. No, no, you keep going. About your sloppiness? Yeah, you seem to love to talk about it. No, no, no. They look <laughs> terrible. Okay, fair or enough. At least defense looked terrible. Although, first team ginger Kyrie Shelton still had a pretty good game. He did. Colorado won. FC Dallas won this past weekend. I was a bit surprised it was a draw. I was a bit surprised. I thought, uh, I'll have to listen to the other thing, but I thought Dallas was actually going to dominate this game. Colorado, I have to start taking more seriously. Yes, I, I really think do. we all do. The we thing re- with Colorado I really is, I really they're do. starting to look coherent and there's teams in this league right now who are still not playing as a team you want me to give you a list nope All right. but new york city's one of them oh uh, but hello but <laughs> but um colorado is and I, I feel like they don't have the star power to have a player create something from nothing individually like a mm-hmm. toronto does or like a, a new york city does or like uh, la galaxy does mm-hmm. But they do play well together, and and they're going to score on some teams because they make enough good passes. I'm just going to have to give them more credit moving forward. Yeah. Saturday, we had Columbus 4, Philadelphia 1. Hashtag new crew. Even I didn't take 4-1 in this game. No. Philly has played now three really terrible halves of soccer, and... Well, they're after, being murdered for it. After having created so well for a lot of the first part of the season. First of all, Columbus, they have... They have players right now striking the ball with as much confidence as any team out there. Kai, Kai Kamara is on another level. He is. He's he's in a postseason form right now. He really is. That's team. I is, hope he realizes it's early season. He has yeah. to hold on. To that. He's got to. He's got to take a breather. Uh, down. Vancouver won. DC United two. I think you conned me into taking Vancouver. It was all part of my nefarious plot. Ah! <laughs> Alex strikes uh, again. Yes. Alex strikes again. Well, good on you, DC. I have to take you seriously in the East. Here's the thing with Vancouver. We knew they weren't going to be world beaters, but we also I, I still think that they're good, and I think they're going to get in the playoffs in the West without any issue whatsoever. It's just mm. a matter of when you go to 
you know, you, you have a match against a team like DC who is certainly has quality on that team. Oh, yeah. You cannot go to sleep for a second, and they, they did. Uh, Orlando nil, Toronto FC two. Congrats, Toronto. Yes. Winning away, they're going to be away until their stadium opens in mid-May. Mm-hmm. But uh, congratulations, Toronto and Josie Altidore for getting it done. Yeah. In front of 30,000-plus in the Citrus Bowl. This does show two things. One, Toronto can... Do offense. Yes. They still have issues in the back, but they can do offense. And two, there's this expansion team sloppiness that you're seeing both with Orlando and New York City right now. I still don't know what to make of it, but both of these teams have some question marks. Yeah. Seattle won Portland nil. Don't give Clint Dempsey an inch. Don't give Clint Dempsey a single inch. Either of them an inch. Him or Obafemi Martins. They will absolutely cut you to ribbons. And they did. Like, yeah. yes, it's 1-0, but this is a Cascadia Cup match. Yep, yep. And that's a big win for Seattle. I w- wish I could see the next one. Like, that's going to be intense. Yeah, point. it really is. There's some other news around the league, though, this week. Was there Alex A Kibler? little bit. Was there Alex Actually, Kibler? there's some that we didn't put on our list here that I want to talk about, actually. But I do want to talk about the top of our list here, the New York City FC Stadium. As you know, this is an ongoing, uh, should I say, call it a, a sore point? Oh, sure, it's a sore point. So not only for New York City FC supporters, but supporters of teams across the league and teams that have ambitions to be in the league, because allegedly to become an MLS team, you either have to have a soccer-specific stadium or a clear plan in place to get it, and New York City FC doesn't seem to have that. So in the New York Times, the paper of record, in the New York Times, (laughs) there was an article about a potential... Soccer-specific stadium for New York City FC in Inwood, which is in the 200s. It is. These streets are numbered in the 200s, where Columbia University has its athletic complex. Mm -hmm. Now, for those of you who are not familiar with the Ivy League athletically, because why would you be? (laughs) They're terrible. Columbia are terrible. There is a football stadium there right now that seats about 15,000. And it has one of the most ridiculously expanded for no reason names. Oh, that's that's donors. It's Robert K. Kraft Field at Lawrence A. Wine Stadium? Wien? W-I-E-N. How do you say that? I think that's wine. Wine, right? Wine. It's got two names in it. Right, seats about fifteen thousand. The they article, built it for seven million dollars. That's what it's this says. Also old. <laughs> it's probably from old the eighties. This particular athletic complex is pretty compact, so you could build a stadium there. You and, and they're alleging around twenty five thousand in this particular article, which sounds about right. Mm-hmm. Sounds about right. Uh, parking would be a nightmare. You'd have to take the train. I, yeah. I, I can't imagine people would want to actually drive up there. But Inwood, nice neighborhood. That's in Manhattan on, like, 203rd Street. No, it's not that far up. This one's, like, 180 or something. But it, it's up there. It's up there. Near public transportation, that's all well and good. The other thing the article mentioned was a theoretical cost for this stadium. And they were putting it at $400 million. Frame of reference... Red Bull Arena, a great stadium. $200 million. I feel like, A, they're going to do it big if they do it at all. Mm-hmm. That oil money pays. Mm-hmm. And it, 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 it well, plays in this. you got to make a statement. Yes, you do. you got to make a statement stadium. But I also think probably part of that cost comes in concessions to the community and concessions to the city, like building parks and, and that kind of thing, helping revamp 
uh, other parts of the athletic facilities and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. I, mm-hmm. It's a very political thing to it build to anything in New York City. And I feel like that's underplayed in this. That, yeah. frankly, is one of the big reasons that they built Red Bull Arena is because yeah. it's easy to put something out in Harrison, New Jersey. Yep. You, can, you can build a world-class facility, and there's not a lot of people out there to tell you, no, you can't do that. Yeah, you go to a city that's economically depressed, that yeah. Harrison, New Jersey is, and there isn't anything happening there. And you say, hey, we want to spend $200 million in your community. They'll say yes. They'll yeah. say yes to yeah. that. You go to Manhattan – where they don't need you. No, they don't need you at all. They don't need Not you at all. Not in the least. Columbia University doesn't need you. The Columbia University football team, the Lions, by the way. Yeah. Columbia University are Lions. Uh... They're not any good. So they don't need a 25,000-seat stadium. Yeah. They're, they're not desperate for that. Yeah. It's still a bit of a tough sell, but I like that location, and I like the thinking, and Manhattan, as a place, has marketing value. Not that the Bronx does not. Mm-hmm. And it's not that far from the Bronx. There's just a river there. Yeah, it's, it's not it's that far from, there. Sta- from Yankee Stadium. No, it's not that far from Yankee Stadium. You could build it there. You get an additional tenant in the Columbia University Lions football team. The benefit to that is they would occupy more dates in your building that would be open and things would happen. Still, they're terrible. The Columbia University Lions <laughs> are terrible well, you at don't, football. Let's be honest here. You don't go to Columbia because you want to be in the NFL. Nope. Let's be honest here. Nope. <laughs> That's not has exactly... anyone? Someone probably has. Oh, I'm sure there history are. Of it, but it's got to be few and far between. Yeah. If you're going to go to the Ivy League uh, with any ambition to go to the NFL, you basically have to play for Harvard. Yes, you do. And even then, that's a stretch. Oh, but that's good luck. That's sort of like, yeah, it's not, you, it's, it's not a good sell. For those who are NFL fans, that's why every time Ryan Fitzpatrick gets a job as a third-string quarterback, you hear about the fact he went to Harvard. <laughs> oh, this guy went to Harvard. He's he went smart. to Harvard. He must be a smart guy. Yeah, he's not going to play a snap. No, <laughs> certainly not. He's not going to play. I, but anyway, I like the ambition. I like the location. It's still going to be tough. Politically building Anything in New York at that scale is almost impossible. Well, the town, I mean, the councilman from that region is already sort of saying, hey, you should have come to us first. I mean, yeah. the grumbling from from sort of moms and whatever in this city is really, really loud. And, it's very loud. And you, you have a hard time building anything until a, a community sees huge benefits for them. Exactly. And, and, and still selling, oh, this is an MLS team. That's a tough sell for a lot of people. Like, what's the value? This is a city that said no to an NFL stadium in Manhattan. Yeah. They said no thank you. That's true. And that would have made that area billions of dollars. Yeah. And and over way on the west side where at the the time no no one one really lived. They do now. Yeah. But no, no one lived there. Yeah. It was on a piece of land that wasn't even land. It was air rights above a train yard. Yeah. There was nothing yeah. there. Yeah. And they still said, no, thank you. And they built MetLife Stadium out in the Meadowlands. It's tough to do this. It's very tough to do it. It's not a community asset. So if you're New York City FC, the Yankees, the City Football Group, your work is still ahead of you. And they know that. I'm not telling them anything they don't know. But I hope they can pull it off. Another stadium that's coming up in the very near future is the Orlando City Stadium. Now, I've talked about it many times. Those of you who follow me on Twitter, which you should, it's at Jeff is Famous. I brought it up again recently. Orlando City Stadium is only going to seat 19,500. Now, normally I wouldn't preface that with only. Mm-hmm. 
MLS average attendance last season was 19,000, I think 151, something like that. That so, was including Chivas. Th- it was. But but that's what it is. Yeah. Even though right now it's trending higher, it'll probably end in the 20s this yeah. year. Um, 19,500. And you would think, like Orlando, how big would support be, et cetera, et cetera. That makes sense. They are averaging over 30,000, over 35,000. My understanding is they're averaging at 39,000 a game in the Citrus Bowl. Orlando has showed up to yeah. support this team. Even though, are they great? No, they, they have promise. They're a team with promise, but they're, they're not great. The advantage is they play in the East. They could probably still make the playoffs. Question to you, Alex Kibler. Yeah. This stadium allegedly is being designed so it could be expanded to 25. Do you do it now? Oh, of course you do. Now, they, apparently they're actually having the, I think it's the, the Florida State Legislature adjourned without actually appropriating the $30 million they promised for that stadium. So mm. we'll have to see how that plays. Oh. Um, but I think, I understand why you don't want to have you don't want empty, empty seats. seats in your you building. You don't want empty seats. I understand that. That being said, when you're Orlando and you are, you have basically caught lightning in a bottle right now for a team that was frankly, you know, could support the Magic for many years, but the Magic haven't been what they were the last few years. And, and no. that team is crying, excuse me, that, that, that town is crying out for a sports team to, to cheer for. And, and that, they love that team. They do. And that whole city loves that team. City loves That's that team. That's the thing that I took away from the most when we went to Orlando is, is how much we went that to Orlando city everyone. we did. We were there. We were there. Y'all saw it. Yes. Uh, we, uh, that city loves that town. I mean, excuse me, that city loves that town. I've been drinking. They should. They that should. Si- that they city really loves should. that team. I think so. They love that, that team. Too. Yeah. They love that team. They're out in force for that team. I feel like they could sell out a 25,000-seat soccer stadium. Yes. They've already sold 14,000 season tickets. They have. That would only, if they make no expansion, Mm -hmm. which they might not be able to because I guess the state of Florida is not paid. But if they make no expansion, that means you're only selling 5,000 tickets. Yep. Because you've already sold Mm 14,000 tickets. Yep. I'd at least go to 22. Yeah. You know, give yourself something. Or, or, or do they do what San Jose does, even in their current setup at Avaya Stadium, for those big matches like against L.A., you go to another facility. They often go to Stanford Stadium for that, although occasionally they use Levi Stadium as well. Do you do that for the Citrus Bowl, that you would play whoever ends up being the rival? Watch out, Atlanta. It's probably going to be you. Whoever's going to be the rival, and you play those games in the Citrus Bowl. The only reason I think that they may not do that is that I hope they plan to build this new Orlando City Stadium with grass. And I, I feel yeah, like transition between grass and turf would be difficult for a team. Fair. You know, if you're trying to have a home Fair. field advantage, getting used to a different playing service is not going to be your friend. Very true. But you mentioned San Jose. Mm-hmm. They now have a thousand-person waiting list they for do. their their stadium for season tickets, and it's it's this. Opening a new stadium right now in this league means, first of all, you get people who already want to be interested in what you do to start paying attention. And and when they do, you sell tickets. You know, New York City has done decently well. Like, they've sold upwards. Yeah, I I was sort of hoping that we would be playing in a way that people would want to come see it and fill that lower two bowls every week, the 27,000 number. They're still averaging over 20, but... And even keeping out the uh, the first match, 
But when you build a, a new stadium, a new shiny, glistening mm-hmm. stadium that's all mm-hmm. yours, and fans have the chance to go and start the history and begin what that stadium will eventually be right. themselves and be right. part of that, people do it. They, they show up in droves. They do show up in droves. I just hope that they go beyond 19. I, 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 on the plus side, that would be an intimate stadium, kind of like Providence Park out in Portland. Yeah. It would be very loud, very exciting to watch, be very entertaining. But the fan base is clearly bigger than that. Yeah, It's clearly bigger than that. They need, they need to make that a bigger, a bigger space. We did go by that abandoned lot. That's there right now. <laughs> did? That has a sign that says there will be a stadium here at some point. I don't know how big you could make it. That lot's not that big. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and parking is hard to come by in that area. It so is. So I understand that there's a lot of issues here. But I think that fan base is ready for a bigger space. I would agree. Now, speaking about selling tickets. Hello. Tonight, as we record this, in your past, unless you're periscoping in, thank you. If you're periscoping, this is in your present. No, it's in the future. No, if they're periscoping. This is in the present. If they're periscoping yeah. right now, yeah. it's in the present. Well, now is. When will then... <laughs> every week, folks. I when will then be week, now? <laughs> every week. It's, it always has to be a thing. Uh, Go ahead, Alex. No, I'm already gonna, upset. I was going to talk about my patriotism for a country that's not mine. What, France? No. <laughs> Montreal. Sacre bleu! And no. Well, but they speak French there. Well, Montreal Canadian has a French. chance tonight, tonight, to become the champions of North America. Hey, that's not a bad continent to be a champion of. It's not. It's pretty great. Pretty great. If that were to happen, Alex Kibler, yeah. does that change anything? For what? For does the it league? change anything yes. for MLS? Does it change anything for... Well, I would say America normally, but this is Canada. But does it change anything for the image of what a North American team, a North American player, and a North American league can do that isn't literally in Mexico? And I do admit Mexico is in North America, and my phrasing was poor. Mexico, you are here. I'm not trying to claim you're not here. <laughs> I, I, here's what I would say. I, I think if, if the CONCACAF Champions League was more important to people who watch the sport in this region in other words it's sort of an afterthought to a lot of people in this region and if it was more important though i think a team like montreal i think there's things going against them changing the world with this montreal obviously was a poor team last year they qualified because they were champions of canada um (laughs) which Which means you only have to beat three other teams yeah it wasn't that wasn't that hard uh one of them is edmonton by the way yeah the oilers that's that's hockey. yeah that's not fair right i know they put a bunch of hockey players out there not fair not fair um but you know it's sort of it's it's kind of weird to watch a team in that situation succeed and and i feel like if it was if it was the Seattle Sounders, or if it was the LA Galaxy, or if it was one of those types of teams, and they press. get a they get a home game against Club America to win the Continental Championship, it's a mm-hmm. different ball game. Mm-hmm. But I still think it makes a statement for the league. In many ways, doesn't it make a statement that your worst team beats the best team in Mexico? Sure, I, I feel like there's the whole there's yeah, but that- we don't really care about it attitude that sort of goes along with it. And I wish that it didn't go along with it, Fair but enough. it does. But Fair I mean. Enough. I think what happened, though, is that you saw in the second match of the last round, Club America decided, oh, you know what? Let's care about this. 6-0, mm-hmm. go. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's, 
it's hard to measure what the the overall attention level is of the league. I mean, Fair we fact. are all very much behind Montreal. Absolutely. You want Montreal to win. But In only this specific scenario. There was an article this week about how, you know, Liga MX is not as behind Club America as we are behind Montreal. I should have read that. I did not read that. That's interesting yeah, to me. It's, that it's, it doesn't work that way. I well, part of that is of the little brother syndrome mm-hmm. of the like we feel like we need to prove something. So getting people who do not support this team on board with this team is a small ask. Um, I will put it this way: RSL made it to the final. What was that? Two thousand ten, mm-hmm. something like that. It was very exciting. I don't support RSL, but I was on board for that game or both games, both legs. It hasn't been that long, and now we have another MLS team in it. Is it improving? I believe that it is. And I think it does make a positive statement about Major League Soccer, and more importantly, the U.S. slash Canadian way of playing the game, Yeah, that it can be successful against, let's just say it, a fantastic team. Yeah, Club America is a great team. Yeah. I feel like it says, in my opinion, I think it says more about the league that we have gotten two teams to the final in such, in such uh, short succession. Yeah. About being, you know, maybe not being at the level of a Club America, mm-hmm. maybe not being, you know, able to sort of run roughshod over Mexican teams, but being able to withstand the onslaught of teams from Costa Rica. Mm-hmm. You know, these teams it's tough used, to play down it there. It is tough to play it's down really there. It's really tough to play down so there. So I, I feel like... In that way, I think we're making a lot of strides. And I will say this about the previous game, because I can't talk about the one that, from our perspective, happens in an hour. We're going to watch it right there. We are going to watch it right there. (laughs) But that previous game, Montreal was under assault. Yes. The entire game. And for 80-some minutes, they were winning. Yeah. I have to give Frank Klopas, that team, I have to give them all the credit in the world for going down to, down to Estadio Azteca in front of 105,000 people. And they did show up. Well, and they got conquer first of all. They, they got conquer on that, that obvious oh my denial of an obvious goal-scoring opportunity. That Ridiculous is call. a red card, ladies and gentlemen. For those who didn't watch... I think watch- it's a straight red. Hey, you Straight said the magic red. I won't. I won't do the clap. Please, I won't do, no. Okay, no. I refuse. <laughs> I refuse. It was an obvious straight red. Yeah. We're not doing it twice. No, okay. It's obvious straight red on Dominic Adoro. Uh, should have been called. It ended up being a yellow, which was weak. Yellow was weak. If there was a straight red, I think actually Montreal could have walked out of there with a win. I think they should have walked out of there with a win. Is this a shawl now? It's a bonnet. For those of you who (laughs) are not on our Periscope feed, which, by the way, I'm going to force us to do multiple times. We're going to do it. It's going to be great. It's going to be terrible. (laughs) He has now put his NYCFC scarf over his head. Like this happens he, when I get like worried. He, like he's living like a grandmother in Someone Ukraine. Someone said something. What do they say? I can't. I was just about to ask if Alex is okay. He's not. I'm never okay. One of our Periscope <laughs> viewers just wanted to ask uh, if Alex is okay. He's not. No. He's not. I'm willing to get you both committed and deported. Okay. To where I don't know. Alex Kibler is a proud son of West Virginia. That's not true. West you know what? Virginia. Hey Jeff, we got email. Oh, do we? We got one. Ginger mail. We got ginger mail. Stay on brand. We got many emails, but most of them were Twitter telling me that people sent me a message. (laughs) Well, (laughs) can I I speak to that for just one second? Yeah, please. A fan down in Orlando, a ginger, 
down in Orlando. Garrett uh, Weiss. Garrett, do, do we do the full name? I, I, you know, we haven't. We need a we need a style book to decide. We do. We need to make up a style this. guide. Because we're going to do people's full names or not. Uh, he reached out to us to send us like uh, some scars and stickers and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. We, we got that arranged and we had it to, to be sent to a PO box that we somehow have access to. It almost made. Cheers, it. Periscopers. Cheers. Uh, He's already on another beer. Uh, <laughs> he tried to send it to us. It got all the way to New York City. Yeah. It was almost delivered, and then they decided that it was poorly. It wasn't addressed correctly or something, mm-hmm. and they sent it back. Um, I'm still upset. We'll get that crap. I'm this email you. is from Joshua. Josh. Uh, he writes, first of all, subject line, this is an email. Uh, I'm glad he clarified that. We have I often smart, have questions. smart listeners. The only um, the, the smartest and the most handsome or beautiful. <laughs> Gents, thanks for the podcast here. You're or, oh wait, no wait. There's there's punctuation missing. I'm gonna have to try this again. Gents, thanks for the podcast. Here are some questions and comments for you. I hope okay. this gets in time for episode 16. Hint, it didn't. Uh, he sent yeah. this actually Thursday oh, before okay. the podcast so I came say, out. This is episode Last 17. Week, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, Jeff, you definitely dropped the ball last week in Philly. <laughs> oh, Gingers, if you don't remember oh, the backstory. I was drunk. This... Wait, wait, wait. I was drunk in the parking lot, and it wasn't until the drive home that I noticed you went to the match. Ah, <laughs> oh, fantastic. Gingers, I went to a Philly match to see New York City FC be terrible. <laughs> yes. And I only went... Because someone had tweeted at us, this Joshua character, that if we were to go to that match, he would buy us booze. And I said, sure. Whereas Alex had to be an adult and do something. So I went to Philly, but never followed through on trying to get in touch with this person. He just sat by himself. I didn't get my free booze. He's like the sad guy in the restaurant, just... I've done that before. I have too. I'm not Listen, above it. No, can I'm I make, not, can I make a statement here? What's wrong with going to go out to eat by yourself? I don't have a problem with I it. I don't have a problem with it either. It's only a problem if you feel like you shouldn't be allowed to do that. Otherwise, you just go. You're inflicting that shame on yourself. 99% of people are too absorbed in whatever it is they're doing and how the person across from them is perceiving them. They can't, they can't care about we, it. Listen, we, this, is, this is a big point of mine. <laughs> this is a big point? No, is- I think if you want to go out to eat by yourself... Go do it. Go do it. Be fun. Or be have fun. fun. Whatever. No, be fun. Be hungry and have man's fun. Yeah, okay, fair enough. No one knows what you're talking about. Then he says, speaking of drinks, what are each of your drinks of choice while, one, recording an episode? Well, <laughs> well, you know, now wait a minute. It varies, actually. It does vary. We drink, we drink, you know, Budweiser and PBRs and stuff like that, but we also drink nice beer on occasion. On occasion. We have had... When they signed the CBA, or they agreed in principle, pardon me, to the CBA. Yes, apparently it hasn't been signed. No. Uh, we drank martinis. We did have martinis. That happened. We had martinis. But we also drank bourbon and ginger ales, like my grandfather used to. Alex introduced me to this as yeah, a man. drink. It's pretty tasty. Gingers, I'm telling you. Bourbon, ginger ale, a little squeeze of lime, you're in heaven. It's pretty good. It's really great. Pretty good. Yeah. Continue the email. Uh, two, tailgating. I don't tailgate all that often, but when I do, it's cheap booze. Yeah, when my tailgating experience comes from going to college football games at Virginia Tech, and so it's Bud Light, it's Natty Light, it's terrible cheap booze, I... or or really high proof liquor. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like one fifty one. I tailgated at a U.S. versus Costa Rica game in Hartford, Connecticut. This was a Gold Cup game back in two thousand thirteen. Yeah. And I was very happy to be drinking Bud Light Limeritas. Limeritas? Proudly. Wait. 
drinking Bud Light Lima Rita. Is it Lima Rita or yeah. Limo Rita? It's an A for the Lima Rita. Fair enough. Lima okay. Rita. I was drinking those. We also offended a bunch of Costa Rican fans, and <laughs> Breck Shea had the game winner. Yeah. It was a good day. Uh, three, watching a match. Sometimes yeah. I will have a Heineken for that. Because you feel like, the champions! No, and never <laughs> do that again. That's what they have in my local Dwayne Reed. Sometimes I have a Heineken or a Yingling for a match. I am lucky that... So, first of all, Gingers, if you ever come to an NYCFC match at Yankee Stadium, please, please tweet at me. Come to Section 228. I will be there. Is that where you sit? That's you my refused seat. to tell me. That's my seat. Come see... Not the whole section. <laughs> come see like he me. bought it out. Tweet at me. I will make it happen. We will meet up. We will drink a beer. But I'm lucky because you walk up to the top of my section. You turn right and one, two, three doors. Beers of the world. They have Guinness on tap. I drink Guinness. They have Guinness on ma- tap? Yep. I drink Guinness at I NYCFC didn't even know that. Matches. I've been to several NYCFC matches. Not in your section because I refused to sit, <laughs> sit next to Alex Kibler. <laughs> That's not true. I may have to come to you for uh, the June 28th game. Yeah. Um, he also says, I'll end this with a hot take. Hot take! For you. Chicharito to LAFC as their first designated player. Oh, boy. And then he says, write it down, fold it up, put it under your pillow, and in two years' time, you'll have yourself a winner with that hot take. Josh. Wow. Josh. Thanks for the email, Josh. Yeah, thank you for the email. It is appreciated. Chicharito to LAFC. That's a, that's a bold first signing. It that is. is. That's actually a Kaka-level signing for Orlando, if not potentially bigger. Yeah. Chicharito, for those of you who don't know, is the little P of the pride of Mexico, is technically still a Manchester United player. Can Wait, can from... we take a step back? Yeah. Little P is the name of it. Yeah, I, I said that. I found out literally yesterday that La Cucaracha is about a cockroach. And That's I, sad for I, you. I, I I've known that for years. I instantly was disgusted. <laughs> I've been singing that little tune. You didn't know that no. was a cockroach. You can guess that. I guess. I just never thought about it. Oh, the things you don't think about, I Alex Kibler, could fill an ocean. <laughs> Probably. I'm going to stand by that phrase. Chicharito, yeah. as a first signing for LAFC, that would be, that's a bold move. Mm-hmm. But that is the kind of move you, uh, an organization like that, would want to make. You're in the same town, the LA Galaxy, that currently have five MLS Cups, maybe going for a sixth one. They have a lot of history there, for MLS anyway. They have a lot of history there, a lot of success. If you're going to say, well, you know, we're going to get a world-class player, and not only that, a Mexican national team player playing in Los Angeles, that's a that's a bold stance. That's a win. That's a win as a franchise if you That's do that. That's a great stance. Yeah. You're going to have to pay a lot for that. So, yes, Manchester United player, transferred there from Chivas Guadalajara. Didn't get that much playing time. He yeah. started strong. Didn't get that much playing time. Now on loan to Real Madrid. Still not getting that much playing time. When he plays, he makes the most of it. He's he scored played a few one games of the biggest goals. He's doing pretty yeah, well. Yeah. But he's still not the favorite player. Still not the favorite player there. So it's not out of the question that he and whoever his agent are would be receptive to an idea of you going to a team where you are going to be the number one player. Absolutely. Chicharito signs for an MLS team, he plays. Yeah. Oh, of course he does. He plays. You know, and I, I mean, feel Kubo like Torres is going to play at Houston. And if you're Miguel Herrera, do you do you take his sporadic starts at a team like Real Madrid, or would you prefer him be 
a, a absolute all star in an up and coming league, uh, up and coming league. Pardon me, like MLS. Well, Miguel has gone on record of saying he is still looking at Mexican players who play in MLS. Yeah, it specifically came up with the Kubo Torres move to Houston. I believe that he's going to be like a lot of coaches, other than like the people who head up England, but a lot of coaches who are getting players who are playing well, first team minutes, almost regardless of where they are playing. Yeah. As long as the competition is solid enough. Mm-hmm. MLS, you can complain about it a lot, and you'd be right. Yeah. But it is a very physical league. It is a grueling season and a grueling travel plan. And you have to play against fellow CONCACAF players, who if you're a Mexican team player or an American player, Costa Rican player, whatever, those are the teams you're going to have to play in order to even qualify for the World Cup. So yes, you're not playing against France or England all that much, but you're not going to until you get to the World Cup. You have to qualify first. Yeah. You have to be able to beat Panama. You learn how to be physical in this league. You really do. And I feel like that's something that in the past the Mexican team has really lacked. And I'll say if you're playing on a La Liga team... And you're not getting minutes, he is getting them now. But if you're not getting minutes, how well prepared are you to take on the United exactly. States? Exactly. I agree with you. Let's if go was, around the if, league, Jeff. If he was getting minutes at Real Madrid, then of course not. Just stay. Go ahead. Hey, can we go around the league now? No. Yeah, fine. Please. Fine, fine, okay, sounds fine, good. fine. A game that just kicked off. <laughs> oh, yeah. New York, <laughs> New York Red, Red Bulls at home against Colorado. Just to make sure everyone understands we're playing fair, it is currently nil-nil in the first it minute. It is, in, in the zeroth minute. <laughs> That's the first. It's, it's the, the first minute. It goes minute. up yes. to one. Oh. I got so hard to explain that to people who have yeah. never watched soccer. They're like, it says 53 oh, seconds. Oh, my gosh. That's the first minute. It's the first minute. minute. You're within You're the first minute. The, oh. Yes. Preaching to the choir. Here. People don't realize that, you know, think about your birthday. You've completed 29 years. Well, I've done more than that. You have. I've, I will have almost completed 30 years. You know that my, birth, my 30th birthday is coming up. When's your 30th birthday? In June. Early June. Wait a minute. We both have June birthdays? We learned something today. Yeah. What day of the week is that? Oh, my God. We're recording on my birthday. Fantastic. Happy birthday to you. Do you know when my birthday is? No. June 28th. New York City FC versus New York Red Bulls in Yankee Stadium. What That's a birthday my present. Birthday my present father will me. be here. Oh my god, we should record Papa when my dad's Kibler? here. We should record when my dad's here. Kibler the senior? You know, he was on a he had a radio show. Did he? He'd be better than yeah. both of us then. I, much, considerably. What do you think on this one? I know we just talked about having to take Colorado seriously. And New York did just play a few days ago against a very good team, and that'll wear you out. I'm taking New York at home, one nil. I think... This is at home, right? It is at home. It's okay. in Red Bull Arena. Okay. Because if it's in Colorado, I'm taking Colorado. It's... I'm going to say... I'm going to say 2-1 Red Bull. I think... I think that they simply have too much offensive firepower All for right. a team like Colorado. But I think Colorado is still going to look good going forward. We're going to turn this game on and be proven totally Oh, it's going to be hilarious. Totally wait, 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 wait. We'll get to that one at the end. Oh, the CCL match. Yeah, we'll get to it at the end. Fine, fine. Uh, Friday night, Houston at home against Dallas. Ooh, the Texas battle Derby. For Texas. Yeah. The war for Texas. Yeah. The battle for the Alamo? It, I don't know what... They actually have. Alamo wouldn't make sense. That's San Antonio. That's true. It is true. You don't know much about Texas. <laughs> I don't. I've been right. to Galveston. What? Galveston, oh, oh, oh Galveston. 
Oh, I man. can feel your sea breeze blowing. I'm being tortured right now. <laughs> How is the only place you've been in Texas Galveston? I don't know. I was like little. I don't remember. I just remember that we were in Galveston. And I've they been... had like a building that was shaped like a pyramid. That's all I remember. Wow. Gingers, if you're someone from Galveston, tell me what the heck that building was. I was in Canada at age six. Yeah. Uh, right on the Canadian side of the Niagara Falls. And all I can remember is there was a building that had these elevators and they were yellow. And I called them banana elevators. That's all I can remember. And then funny years kids later, remember. Decades later, I looked it up. I just described yellow elevators Canada in a Google image search. And it immediately came up. And there was this rush of memory. It was crazy. <laughs> it was insane. Also, the future is wild. Houston, Google is magic. Google is magic. Houston FC Dallas is in Houston, right? In BBVA Compass Stadium. That's the, the one. easiest stadium name to pronounce. <laughs> Behind Mapfire. <laughs> Mafre. Thank you. But I call it Mapfire. Uh, Houston FC Dallas. I'm going to take Dallas to one. Oh, man. I. These are two teams that can attack. Now. Blas Perez, who is 76 years old, is on a red card. Oh, he's not even there then. He's not going to be there. I'm going to say Houston. You're going to laugh at me. I I'm going to say Houston three. What? Dallas two. I shouldn't say what to just the three because they scored four. In <laughs> exactly. It's nothing. Three goals. Three, two. I'm not seeing it. When Blas Perez is not in the lineup for FC Dallas. The average age for that team slips to nine. It does. Strange how that works. We're also at Lego Home against San Jose. It's 10 p.m. I'm taking RSL in this game. Uh, a score line, uh, two, two, one. I'm taking San Jose. Away? Yeah. In at the, the riot? riot? The riot is not the fortress it once was. I think they're going to they're gonna get their house in order. I hope they're gonna so. They're going to get their house in order. I would take a draw, though, 1-1. One, one. I, I think it'll still be an entertaining match to watch. Saturday, know. Philadelphia at home against Toronto. Oh, the battle of the underperforming. Well, <laughs> Toronto is going to play away games until, mark this down, Gingers, September 3rd. They just keep playing away <laughs> almost the whole season. I'm going to take Philly in this one. I'm Ooh, take Philly. really? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to take Philly, and this if this happens, I'd love it. I'm going to take a high-scoring game. Philly 3, Toronto 2. Listen, just a second ago, you are giving me a hard time about a 3-2. Oh, yes. Fair enough. Okay. You can do the same thing. I... This is what I do. If you're watching on Periscope, I, I sort of like, I don't know what to do. I stroke the scarf. This has never happened before. <laughs> I want you to all know he has never <sighs> done this. This okay. thing he's saying he does all the time. I didn't say that. Uh, Philadelphia to Toronto FC 2. A 2-2 two -two draw in Philly. Yeah, I think I so. I hate it because he's probably right. DC United at home against Columbus. You want to take the first pick? Because you know what I'm going to do. Uh, I'm also going to take hashtag new crew. Oh, you can't take my bit. 3-1 Columbus. Wow. Gingers, as you know, for quite some time, I've been on the hashtag new crew band. You have. And it's finally paying off. It's finally paying off. <laughs> for a long time it wasn't, but it's finally paying off. Uh, and I don't even know if they use the hashtag new crew anymore because it's not new. They should. They should still use it. Oh, it's it. just crew now. 
Hashtag crew. Hashtag crew. Hashtag new crew. Yeah. This is an away game in RFK Stadium, which is infested with raccoons. I'm taking that hashtag new crew one DC United nil at home. Low scoring. Interesting. I'm taking low scoring. New England at home against New York Red Bulls. That's going to be a match. Oh, wait. What time is that on? That's, that's at 7.30 p.m. That's the game. That's the game to watch. That's the game. If you have any interest in the CSN Eastern CSN New Conference. England and uh, MSG. CSN New England is a terrible channel. I lived <laughs> in Boston for like four years, yeah. and it's just... It's awful. Not awful like offensive. Awful like this is just not interesting. Okay, fair enough. They have a lot of fishing shows on CSN New England. I like Bill Dance. I'm going to pretend I know who that is. (laughs) I I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, So I'm going to take New England because New England's firing all cylinders and this is in New England. Uh, I'm going to take New England 2, New York Red Bulls 1. Okay. Uh, Also because New York is on a short week. I, ooh... I'm going to take New England to New York Red Bulls. Oh, man. One? Just like you? You did the exact same pick. Yeah, but I like, you know, I worried about it. You worried about it. I did. Did you know your girlfriend played softball? Yeah, we talked about this. Dixie, I have a softball. It's mine. I hear you were a pitcher. I was. What's that all about? (laughs) I mean, you're pretty much covered it. Yeah, that sounds great. That sounds great. But she Were gave it good? up. She gave it up. What? To play the for cello. Religion? Oh, for no, cello. No, lies. She gave it up to be in musical theater. Wow. What's the it's actual like truth? I don't even know you. You two live together. Dixie, <laughs> what is the actual answer? I quit softball after my freshman year. Oh, because you're in the, the musical. Yeah, musical. the summer musical. Yeah. So Alex was wrong. Dixie. But she played the cello. Dixie. How long have we been dating? How long has it been? Let's talk about your relationship for a little bit. How long have you been dating? I'm going to sit here and drink with the dog. So, uh, Dixie, was this college or was this high school? This was high school. Where'd you go to high school? In Iowa. High school in Iowa. No one touched in the details. Go Pirates. Pirates. Pride of the Pirates. Fast pitch? Fast pitch. Of course. Of course. I'm sure she was great. I know more about her than you do. All right, let's keep it moving. What Dixie, are we talking always about? a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Did we pick? Did I pick New England, New York? I don't know if you did. You did. You took mine. You took two one. All right, whatever. And then I embarrassed you for a little bit. Portland at home against Vancouver. <laughs> You're so upset. Yes. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. I enjoyed that so much. Portland at home, Vancouver. Ooh. Alex Kibler, I know you're going to take Vancouver. And because of that, I have to take Caleb Porter in the Portland Timbers. This one is going to get out of hand. This game could get out of hand. What's your score on that? 3 2. Goals for What's days. gotten into us? I don't know. I'm taking big score lines. Now. I'm going to take a 1 1 draw, actually. Boo. Boo. Boo him. Anyone who's still sticking through this. Periscope, boo him. We're loved by half dozens. LA Galaxy at home against Colorado. We have four. I got a boo. We got a boo. Yes. Yes. Another one. Oh, good. Good. Shame him in his own home. Jerks. They're not jerks. They love Uh, booing you. You deserve it. LA Galaxy at home against Colorado. You know what I'm going to do? You want to go first? I mean, sure. I'm going to say LA Galaxy 2, Colorado 1. I'm taking LA 3, Colorado nil. 
That's ridiculous. Nothing on the board. That's ridiculous. Go back to Weed Town, you Colorado. <laughs> you know that's ridiculous. I know, but I'm just going to take it. And Sunday, Sporting Kansas City at home against Chicago Fire, 5 p.m. You know, that one's on ESPN2. For the longest time, I've been saying Sporting Kansas City is going to get it together. Yeah. And they've scored a lot of goals now, but they can't stop them. No. Chicago's better than I thought they were going to be in the preseason. Yep. They're still not good. Nope. But better than they were in the preseason. This is in Kansas City, Kansas. Taking sport in Kansas City, one. Chicago, one. I think the difference now is be a that draw, baby. Sporting Kansas City is learning to capitalize on all those chances that they have already been generating. I'm going to say Sporting KC, two. Chicago, what? nil. Whoa! Yep. Is Dom Dwyer any of those? One. Okay, fair yep. enough. Uh, New York City at home in the nightcap against Seattle Sounders. I might have to go to this. FS1, I'm going. I know you're going. You're a season ticket holder. That's how that works. Yeah, you should go. I might have to go to this one. This is going to be a good game. This will show how either great Seattle is or how terrible New York is one way or the other. Uh, I am going to take, and you'll hate me for it, I'm taking Seattle winning this away. I think this game is going to matter 100% on the health of New York City. I think they Villa can, has missed several games. I think they can get a result if they have Mix, Via, Saunders, all available. If they don't, I think it's going to be no points. So assuming they get two or th- of the three... <sighs> I'm gonna say I'm gonna say I'm gonna say New York one, Seattle one. Is that your actual pick? Because yep. you're not allowed to do conditional picks. That's my actual pick. We've got rules. One here. one. We've one got one rules. What's that game on Tuesday? I don't know. What is the game on Tuesday? Well that'll be before the next pod. Houston, you gotta go San to Jose? Yeah. It's a Tuesday game. <laughs> a match no one will attend or no one will watch. There is a game on Tuesday at 8.30. There's no, no one's going to be at this game. Why did they schedule it on a Tuesday? Was this one of those games that were shifted? So there's Houston-San Jose in Houston on Tuesday. Yeah. Terrible idea. Yep. Oh, I'm going I'm to take Houston. Houston 1, San Jose 1. I'm taking a 1-1 one, one draw in Houston. I'm going to say 2 on Houston. Oh, really? I think BBVA will give them a goal advantage. Will it? No. I actually really I like think they're better. that stadium. I do, too. It's, it's nice looking. It's nice looking. It's a downtown stadium. When they opened it, people were showing up. Right now, not so much. Yeah. I don't know what the deal is. I don't know much about Houston, though. Um, it's now time for Quiet Time with Jeff. Oh, wait. I, should, I do the, should I do the how to wait to get in touch with us first? Yeah, I was ready to All go. All right, anyway, Jeff everything. is famous on Twitter. Alex whoa, whoa, Kib- whoa, 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 whoa. Some enthusiasm, Kibler. Jeff is famous on Twitter. That's Jeff. At Jeff is fa- You got, oh, you're fired. I don't understand social media. At Alex S. Kibler on Twitter. That's me. At Straight Red Pod on Twitter. That's mm-hmm. us sometimes. I don't know. I tweet uh, through that. Straight Red Podcast on Instagram. Straight Red at iCloud.com. And please like us. Straight Red on Facebook. And Periscope, that's not a separate thing, though. No, it's not a separate thing. But if you follow at Straight Red Pod on Twitter, there will be Periscopes. We had a peak of six viewers. No, we had more than six at one Didn't point. We had, we had like six? seven or eight. Oh, my. And I think our lowest was four. Yeah. So we have to do this again. We do. <laughs> we owe it to those four We owe it to those people who stuck through it all. <laughs> stuck through it all. Anyway, quiet time with Jeff. What do you got for us, Jeff? Whenever you have an opportunity, yeah, 
to embarrass your friend <laughs> in his own home in front of his girlfriend. Oh. You have to take advantage of that opportunity. Because if you don't, who are you? I'll drink to that. Go forth in soccer, Gingers. Friday night. Uh, I'm taking RSL. Oh, wait, wait, wait a second, Gingers. Oh. Wait a second, Gingers. Your favorite person in the whole world, Dixie, is here. Dixie, everybody. If you're, Dixie. If you're here on Periscope, my girlfriend's here. Dixie, how are you? Oh my goodness, says someone who seems to already be wearing lipstick. Dixie, 